0: all right welcome listeners uh my name is michael and today we are going to be discussing the movie dick tracy um, and the different mise-en-scene parts of the movie so to start off if you don't know what dick tracy is um if you haven't seen the movie uh it is based on a comic strip um, that they turned into a live action starring warren bdm fairly confident that he also directed the film um, and it is very it's a very interesting movie I would say so since it was based on a comic strip it is it is a very interesting movie and they took a very interesting approach to how they filmed it how they uh, lighted it, Uh, the lighting they used for it, Uh, the soundtrack is very interesting, and the character design, I would say, is a big part of this movie. So to start off um, with the thing that really kind of captured my attention first, um, the prosthetics used on most of the characters, mainly the villains. So in that original Dick Tracy comic strip, um, all the villains have very unique faces. They have very unique facial features, and they don't look human. So, they have character a character called Prune Face. He's just a ton of wrinkles. A character called Little Face, which is a humongous head, and his face is very small in the middle. Um, and it's kind of hard to describe. So, I would advise everyone listening to go and. Um, Look up photos from the film, watch the film, uh, look at the comic strips, just to kind of get a sense of what I'm discussing right now. So they used um, face makeup and uh, prosthetic attachments to kind of emulate this look um, as a part of the mise-en-scene to making the film really feel like the comic strip come to life. And while I appreciate the effort they put in to making the characters really look like a live action version of their comic book counterparts, uh, I do not think it was executed very well. It is very disturbing. The characters are very grotesque looking, in my opinion. And it really kind of threw me off when I saw it. And it pulled me out of the film a little bit because it is not a convincing way to do those characters. They didn't look real. Um, I could tell that they were inspired by comic book characters by this cartoon strip, and I ended up looking up photos of the cartoon strip just to kind of get a sense of what they had based these characters on, and it was... I, I, I could see connection but it it did not work for me. Um, Some aspects of the film that really did work for me was the color choice. So an extreme amount of color was used in this film. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with more color. So in order to give it that comic book feel, all the characters outfits were very colorful. Dick Tracy, the title character, wore a yellow hat and a yellow, um, like trench coat over his suit. Every character's outfit was basically just one super bright color. The buildings use different bright colors, greens, purples, oranges, reds versus the typical grays and browns that you would see on an actual building. And the thing that really stood out to me personally was the way they did nighttime. So a lot of this movie occurred at night, and they instead of just making it darker, or filming it at night, they use a deep blue color to represent night, and it looked really good. It you could tell it was nighttime in the film, but it still really felt like that comic book um, thing, and so it was just a magnificent way of, of translating the comic strip to real life. The color palette was truly mesmerizing. Another thing they did was all of the buildings and cars and props were very um, distinctual. So they, they weren't built as if it was a normal building. They had weird shapes, different curves, points, the walls might not have all been the same height. The ceiling might be slanted or curved. And it wasn't done at a rate that made it feel out of place or made it feel like it was forced. It felt very natural and it looked good and it made it. it really made the comic book feel come to life. So as far as the mise-en-scene of this film... Um, Which I've been saying a lot, and if you don't know what mise-en-scene is, it's basically everything that you see on the screen at a time. Um, So, as far as that goes, the film did a pretty good job. However, I take a lot of issue with other aspects of the film. So, first off, the thing I noticed right away, and that seemed pretty consistent throughout the film, um, is the pacing. The pacing of this movie was horrible. The They never take real time to develop a scene, to develop a character. It felt very choppy, especially at the beginning. It felt very rushed, and I just, I, I didn't know what was going on very early. Each scene was about 40 seconds at the beginning, and it was just cutting and cutting and action and It it really threw me off, it made me uncomfortable as an audience member, and it was really unfortunate because, like I said earlier, the set design and the audio was very good, the soundtrack was phenomenal, the color usage was very good, and even though I wasn't a fan of the prosthetics they used for the villains, it was a unique thing, and I really wanted to look at it, and I didn't get the chance with the first five characters that they showed because they were on screen for maybe 40 seconds before it cut to a different scene and we didn't get to look at them again. So pacing at the beginning was way too rapid. And at the end of the film, I would say the pacing was also poor, but for the other reason. It was too drug out. The scenes at the very end were so long and I found myself getting bored at the end of the movie because the scenes, they just kept dragging on and dragging on. And I don't feel that this film should have been boring at any moment. When you're doing a live-action version of a, of a comic strip movie, it should be very interesting and very fun to watch all the way through. And so finding myself being bored at the end or tired or not wanting to watch anymore was really disheartening and very disappointing. Um... A few things that I want to talk about as well, acting-wise, it was a well-acted movie. Um, Al Pacino did a phenomenal job. He was very expressive, very funny. His comedic timing was very good, and he... um, I've said it a million times before, but he is one of the greatest actors to portray anger, portray frustration. He just does a phenomenal job with that emotion um, in that feeling set, so I'll always commend him for that. He was probably the brightest star in the entire movie. Um, Warren Beatty as Dick Tracy was was good. Um, I wish I could have gotten more from him. I feel like his performance was very subtle, which I can appreciate to an extent, but I really just wanted a little bit more. Um, a little bit of more emotional range a little bit more reaction to events happening to him um and then the actress that really stuck out to me was madonna going into the film seeing her on the cast list i did not have high hopes um usually when they take a singer or a person that is not known for being an actor and put them in a film um it usually does not turn out well but she really surprised me. Her acting was very good, Uh, she was a believable character, she was a character I wanted to root for, Um, and that's just not something I was expecting coming into this movie with her, so I was pleasantly surprised with that. Overall, I would say if you haven't seen Dick Tracy, go watch it for the set design and color usage and lighting alone, um, but I do not think I will be revisiting this film anytime soon. Maybe never again. Um, pacing-wise, it, it was just a constant deterrent throughout the film. Having to look at these villains with the prosthetics that just looked so bad, um, it really threw me off the entire movie. I don't think I ever recovered from the first five minutes pacing in prosthetic-wise. So, overall... I would give this film maybe a 6 out of 10, there are definitely areas of improvement, but for the time period and for what they were trying to convey with that live action comic strip feel, it was, they did an alright job.